0: Hello, everyone. You are listening to Kingdom Stories, where we tell stories of hope and power from the lives of everyday Christians just like you and me. It's my hope that these stories encourage you in your walk with the Lord and remind you weekly about how awesome our God is. Hey, everybody. I'm here with my sister, MJ, from church. MJ, say hi. Hey, guys. All right, MJ, so you want to start off by giving us a little bit of a brief intro on your background, where you come from, etc.
1: I'm from the Bay Area. I grew up in Oakland. I didn't really grow up in the church, but I did grow up having somewhat of a relationship with Christ. But it was always very diluted, I would say, up mm. until maybe like four years ago. Even from a really young age, I really like was in tune with like the Holy Spirit, but I didn't go to church regularly. I didn't have the community, um, or really like any. Good examples um, of like theological teachings. I just had the Bible and the Spirit and myself, and that was it. I did go to church for a short period of time, um, but then I I left church, obviously. um, And there's even a period of time where I was just really angry with God for like allowing me to feel like the emptiness that I felt or like hardships that he like allowed in my life. I was at a point where my family unit had just very quickly dissolved. I was living with a boyfriend at the time and he broke up with me, um, a lot of it because of all the stress I was feeling from family issues. And so long story short, I didn't have any family to go to, to live with. had to move out I was living with my boyfriend. I didn't really feel like I had anything to comfort me, but I still felt comforted. And so I kind of leaned into that, that feeling of that, there's nothing here to comfort me, but there's still something comforting me. Like, what is this? And that kind of pulled me back into wanting to go deeper with my relationship with God. Between the ages of 16 to about 20, which is when I had that comforting feeling, um, I definitely had some resentment. Like I definitely still believed in God and I still trusted him to a certain extent, but there was just a lot of like resentment or anger. Like, why? Like, why is this happening? You know?
0: Hmm. So where did that take you? Like, can you, can you give us a description of some of the darkness you experienced?
1: Yeah. So I think I was lacking a lot of, you know, the things kids need. Uh, I didn't have the most stable home environment. I didn't quite feel a lot of love. And so I was seeking that fulfillment. And then when I wasn't seeking the fulfillment, I was just seeking to be numb Mm -hmm. from everything. So what that led to was a lot of like, promiscuity, um, alcohol abuse, getting into a lot of things that I shouldn't be getting into, which just led to more shame. So then it just, it it turned into a spiral of like, oh, like, I'm so ashamed of doing that thing when I was drunk. So I need to numb myself by getting drunk again. Wow. Uh, Type of deal, you know, just like a constant like cycle of this just darkness and shame. Not one thing specifically, but like I said, just getting leading up to that point where, you know, I I guess I had put all my eggs in one basket with that boyfriend to a certain mm. extent. I was like, oh, well, this kind of feels like love. Like, <laughs> you know, so I think that is kind of like, you know, there's a lot of things that led up to that, but that was just like the breaking point of like, okay, this is over, What what now?
0: Mm-hmm. So when he broke up with you, what, What did you have? Because you said you didn't have anything. Were you on the streets or like what what happened there?
1: So actually, no, I was very gracefully offered a place to stay in a friend's parents' basement. (laughs) So that was really awesome. It was like a way that God just, you know, unexpectedly provided for me. So I had a little trundle bed in a basement. (laughs) It was an interesting year of my life.
0: wow but it
1: was uh it was definitely a situation that like just you know like at least i have this trundle bed in this basement you know like it really opened my eyes to all the ways that like while i had felt like god was taking everything from me he was really giving me the things i needed and just like equipping me to be closer to him
0: removing all the distractions between you and him mhm i see yeah, it's crazy how he does that sometimes and you feel like you're hitting rock bottom, but he's just pulling away everything else. Yeah. So can you kind of describe for us a little bit, kind of go into detail on that transition period from like you had you had no hope, but you were felt you felt comforted. And then you said this this comfort just like stayed in your heart even when there was no reason for it. Can you can you give us a little bit of the the background, maybe some some things you tried trying to figure that out. Like what what happened with that? Give us some details.
1: To be honest, it was kind of just a supernatural experience for me. Um, I was just in a place where, you know, like I said, I just felt comfort when I felt like I lost everything, and I was just in tears of like pain, but also joy of like mm. where is this comfort coming from? And so I just prayed, and I was just like, this is in that moment of me just like praying. I was like, I just knew like, this is the spirit. This is God comforting me and like calling me back to him. Immediately after that, I called another, uh, she's actually my youth leader. Um, when I went to church in middle school for a little while, uh, she goes to the movement as well, <laughs> Monica. And I was just like, Hey, you know, you've been inviting me to this church for a while and I've, been turning me down for a while, (laughs) Uh, but I think I'm finally just ready to, to just try it out. And so I went with her to the movement and the sermon that Pastor Ed was preaching that day was about parental relationships and just forgiveness. And while I wasn't ready to forgive yet, I knew it was something I had to do and I was really convicted by that message that like this is an area where I need to grow and I I don't I don't have that forgiveness yet but I know it's coming. It started really started really small and it started with myself. It started with God just convicting me of my sins and me changing those sins. <laughs> and slowly I was Partying less and serving more, (laughs) you know, not hanging out with the friends we only hung out with to do things we shouldn't be doing, and starting to hang out with church community more. You can
0: say drugs. You can say drugs. That's okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Drugs, you know. (laughs) So not hanging out with those friends (laughs) who I did drugs with, (laughs) like, you know, just starting to really lean into like the church community more and leaning into God more. And learning to forgive myself mm-hmm. for those sins, learning to accept myself despite those sins. So all of that happened, and you know, getting this peace within myself was like the first step. And then it started small with just allowing certain situations back into my life. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest one would be my dad, there was a lot of. Bad blood there um, on both sides. I think there were some things he needed to forgive me for as well. I think he was so a little bit more angry than I was at that time. And so it just started with like just slowly letting him back in and mm-hmm. then letting him be angry and then just trying to like not be angry myself. And then, yeah, just you know, continuing to pray about it and read the Bible and just trying to extend that forgiveness that I had felt from God that allowed me to forgive myself to my dad. And I think that helped both of us. I think his anger eased so much, my anger eased, and there are still days where I think there are certain insecurities about our relationship, but compared to... I couldn't even talk to him, wow. so now he he often stays with me, <laughs> and like we get along great. Like he has a room at my apartment for commuting <laughs> type of deal. So it's just been like a really miraculous journey. Oh, okay, like we can just sit and hang out now.
0: Just wow. something we
1: didn't do from I don't know because <laughs> I can remember.
0: Wow! So you went from not on speaking terms to on able to stay under the same roof and enjoy each other's company terms. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's powerful right there.
1: Another thing I think would just be marriage. You know, I think because of the re- relational issues within my family, I've always had these huge insecurities around marriage to the point where it, it became just not even insecurity, but just something I was like, disgusted by it's like why would you even waste your time on that
0: wow uh
1: and you know of course god just slowly but surely changed my heart and like just you know led me to see like well marriage isn't a thing that's about you it's a thing that's about god (laughs) so now i'm (laughs) married
0: that's awesome
1: yeah so that's that was one thing that was just Even now, I'm like, wait, really? Like, did that happen? How did that happen?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, just realizing it's it's more so for his glory. All of the things that I thought I was mad at God for were really just, Mm. like, preparing me to be better in serving him. You know, stripping all the comforts away from me so that I had to go to him for comfort, bringing me closer to him.
0: So what would you say is a takeaway or a lesson you'd want people to, to learn from your story?
1: I would say just a never say never because obviously <laughs> miraculous things can happen, <laughs> but also I think the biggest thing for me is when the really hard things happen, go, go to God first. Your feelings are valid and there's something you need to process, but go to God first and, and see where where it's leading you in your relationship with God. Because when you're focusing so much on like, well, I feel this way, it's blinding you from seeing like the goodness that God is providing for you.
0: It's a good lesson. It's a good takeaway. Is there anything else you'd want to throw in there? Anything you'd else you'd want to add to your, your testimony here before we... Call it quits?
1: No, I think I I flushed through it.
0: (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us and sharing your testimony with us. If you like the story today, please don't hesitate to spread the love. Share it, like it, and subscribe to hear more. If you want to share a story from your life about an encounter with God, please don't hesitate to email me at jesse at newawakeningministries.org. Stay safe and remember, the kingdom is among us.